My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the Geekiest Show Alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week, uh, your weekly geeky show. We're on issue 43 with your regular host, Fraser and Mark. Yeah, that's right, with the snap Hello. of his fingers, Bruce brought me back. I'm back, baby. Ten weeks I had to do this show on my own without you. Ten weeks. It's all right, Bruce brought me back. That's, well, you that's know. a nice little I, I did, intro. I did have Ollie and Zach. Yeah. And Alex, you weren't. You were never alone, and they were less irritating than you. You're you're never alone when you have friends. When you, Quite when you talk comics. Uh, well, <laughs> I feel like that was a great way to introduce my return. Was annoying you with a oh, soundbite, which, which I didn't tell you about. No, I thought <laughs> so, it was naff. Yeah, I thought it was a very nice. Uh, Way to come back. It also feels weird that you're kind of like on... on oh, I'm back on the desk. You're on the desk and you're, and you're the... doing the, oh, welcome to Geek of the Week. Because I did that for ten weeks. I know. That is one quarter of all the shows we've done. Yeah, how did it feel? Um, it feels weird. I, 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 I've got no responsibility today. All I've got to do is sit and talk about comics, which it's is kind of cool. Great power comes great responsibility. It's, well, yeah, then yeah, why the bloody hell have you got the power? That's a phrase. I don't know. No clue. It's all gone to my head. I've already put in ridiculous amounts of uh, just stupid and silliness on this uh, on this next broadcast. So you've got that to look forward to. If you've missed the silliness, it's it. If I'm you thought, quite silly oh, when I want to be. Oh, if you thought, oh, finally, they've, Mark's got rid of that... N- that <laughs> nincompoop. That, that nincompoop, that nonsense nincompooper. Yeah, Finally, you. we can have a serious discussion about comics. Well, I hate to tell you, those ten weeks of serious discussions are over now. <laughs> Well, there there's no more seriousness. Serious. It's all silly from here. Well, did you listen to um, how how incredibly badly I uh, geeked out with Alex Cupid about the uh, the news from um, MCM Comic Con? The um, uh, sorry, San Diego like Comic Con. <laughs> I was going to oh, say. Mate. I was going to say, I don't think there was much. If th- no. That sounds like the uh, the London comic I went to the one in Manchester. Yeah, I was going to say... I took my scout group and it was great fun. I t- but, don't um, think much would have been dropped at Manchester Comic Con. No, but um, the, the oh. stuff at San Diego was... Oh, the pair That's of amazing. us just... Uh, I'm surprised that like we didn't like deafen dogs with how high-pitched we went. Oh, the squeals. I, I can't imagine how... J- you'd have possibly been even worse than Alex. Oh, yeah, definitely. Possibly. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. But it's all great. You're going to end up repeating yourself a lot because this show, um, guys, girls, geeks of all kind, oh, I've not said that in ages. And, and I just, didn't say it once. It feels amazing. Ugh. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, this is basically going to be the show where Mark repeats himself a lot, quite a lot. But I get to share all my thoughts on everything that's happened this summer, basically. It's kind of a catch-up. Yeah, it's a catch-up. Catch-up, yeah. Oh, and thank you for bearing with us for the two weeks. Um, I planned ten shows, and Fraser was like, yeah, I'll be back. And then, and then he wasn't. So we, 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 took, we, I, I, we took a two-week holiday. <laughs> and then I wasn't, you were like, no, no, I'm burnt out. This is, and I was like, this yeah. is fine. This is, you know, it's just... It's, it's, so we had a two-week break. It's healthy, yeah. But just it is to, good to be back. It's just, good to be in the proper format. Yeah, just to, well, pre- sort of proper just to prepare you all for the silliness. So I'll give them two, two weeks where they can just... Yeah, and we're not know, doing the proper format of the show at all. No. Uh, we're not doing a trade-off. We don't have the mysterious full segment of the show. And I thought pass. we were going to do a uh, pull or pass, but Fraser hasn't read right, the Right, no, so basically, I, I'm going to air this on air. So I said, oh, let's do a pull or pass. We don't make do, me screenshot these pictures. We, we can do, like, comics that we've done. And it was like, oh, yeah, we found two comics. And then Mark was like, oh, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, I, I was like oh, we can read them next week. Basically, no, it's, been lost, it's been lost in translation through this conversation. You know, everyone feels like they're the hero in their own story and the villain in someone else's. So, right. basically, it's been lost in translation. Mark's trying to out me here and... Uh, you just but, didn't read the book. But trust me, we've got... Well, actually, I have done. Have you read Absolute Carnage? Yeah, but we're going to talk about it next week. Well, if we've got time, we'll talk about it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I knew... Like, I've got a load I want to talk about, you know. I missed ten weeks of news yeah, and but comic I, book stuff. I covered it all. Yeah, but I want to talk well, about well, it. Well, you were off gallivanting. <laughs> I yeah. covered it all. And I'd like to think I did a reasonably I good job. America. I know. I trusted that you did a good job. I just want to do it as well. Fine. You know. Some of the topics you've sent me that you want to talk about, I've got literally, my response is, uh, didn't exactly. watch it. Exactly. Uh, don't care. I'll be honest, I did listen to because I'm a good friend like that. I listened to the show. And you know, the, I feel like the news, whenever we talk about the news, it's always like 40 minutes, 45, sometimes yeah. an hour and a half. And the news topics were relatively quick. And like, it is hard to talk when it's about by the news yourself, without yeah. Someone to bounce so off. I'm finally here. To, you can finally bounce it off, and you know you've had ten weeks to develop these thoughts. Yeah. Uh, most of these thoughts I've forgotten about, and then remembered. Uh, not got a great memory, so some of it might have been. I've just put in a note. I put in a note, basic like whenever something cool, comic book related. We are going to get on with the show, by the way. This is a very long introduction, but hey, well I haven't seen you for months. <laughs> Uh, the rambles are back. The tangent tornadoes are back. A, it's ta- it's tangent tornado season. I don't think we yeah. particularly tornadoed. Everything's well, been relevant. Well, yeah, it's all relevant, really. Um, where was I going with that? How yeah. was your summer, so by the way? So basically, in the summer... <laughs> or just ignore me. It was great. My summer, I had an incredible time. I was in Ohio. It's a very geeky... Um, you know what? If we've got a lot of time, I can... Exp- at the end, I'll explore... I'll tell you all why Ohio is so geeky. Because some people might not think it is. Um... But it's super geeky. So, so, so geeky. But yeah, I basically made notes like throughout the summer when something cool's happened. I was like, oh, I'll put that down for Geek of the Week. And it's all just here. Some of it may not even be news anymore. Some of it may have just been um, scribbles of what I thought I heard. Um, But I've got some stuff to back me up. Some stuff to just, you know, steer me in the right direction. But with that, I uh, I think it's time to play the news theme. Oh, yes, it is. I need photos of Spider-Man. So, you know the sounds of J. Joe and Jameson. It's time for the news on Geek of the Week. And like we've mentioned before, there's going to be a lot, a lot of news. This we're going is... to split it up with some music. Though. Yeah, we're going to split it up. Basically, the whole show is just going to be news. And then we're going to be like, oh, Mark, this is my cue. 
that I want you to do. You can choose to do it or not. Have you seen Toy Story 2? Long time ago. Right, so you know the squeaky penguin in that? At the end, he always goes, I think I feel a song coming on. Now, you don't, yeah. have, to, you don't have to do the impression. I'm not going to. I'll do the impression after, okay. once you've said it. You could have got a soundbite. But... Well, I did, but you were whinging at me for taking too long finding sound bites, and you, I think it's—I think it's a much better me just doing. Oh, I think I feel a song coming on. Oh. Okay, uh, it turned more into Mickey Mouse. Uh, yeah, that was relative. quite Mickey Mouse. But yeah, um, so basically, at any point, I just before we go to the next transition, I, if you just say, "I think I feel a song coming on," and then we can do a smooth transition, and everyone would be just be so happy. Right. Okay. We all down for that. Yeah, well, it's right. ha- it's happening anyway. Sorry, listeners, it's happening. <laughs> right. Even if you're protest- protesting right now, screaming at your phone, laptop, whatever you're listening to on here, Apple Watch maybe, or another kind of watch. Spotify. It's going to happen. Or live it's on a Saturday morning on, on a Saturday Radio International. 10 a.m.? Yeah. That didn't change, yeah. That did, no, that didn't change. I'd have told you if it changed. Well, I feel like... I, ho- I hope you would. Anyway, it's pretty fitting that we had the sounds of J. Jonah Jameson. We're going to talk about... We're going to geek a uh, load about the J. Jonah Jameson stuff in Far From Home. Spoilers, but, you know, if you're not You and I have now, already discussed this I know, over Skype. I know, but I'm going to do it again because it's For just incredible. For goodness sake, Fraser. But we're going to start with some sad news. And it's sad Spidey news. And this is relevant because it's this week. This is new news. New news. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, so Sony and the MCU, Sony and Disney, basically broke up. Um, but, well, someone please think of their children. Their children obviously being Spidey. So Spidey's future at the moment is sort of up in the air, basically. they Their deal ran out, um, Sony's and Disney's. And the way the deal was sort of working at the moment, we'll get more into it, um, I'm sure, as our conversation goes on. But Disney were making like 5%. Um, of the box office and stuff like that and the, the way they were working uh, towards it. And with these renegotiations, obviously Far From Home absolutely killed it in the box office. They were like, we want 50% now. And Sony was like, no, <laughs> nah, that's that's just not happening. And it's um, one, of the inter- one of the also important things to factor in here is a lot of people, head-ups at Sony who were there for this initial deal, like Amy Pascal, are no longer there. There's different people in charge at Sony. So this is could be another factor to why this deal's not working out but we're going to share our thoughts and sort of our feelings um on this so what was your my initial reaction was absolute horror and outcry and anger but the the thing is this is is this news or is this the first stage of a negotiation between disney and sony i don't believe for one second that this is it they've drawn the final curtain and they'll never think about discussing it again i just feel like they'd both be crazy to not try and continue to work on a deal maybe disney went in too hard maybe sony are being unreasonable but i I don't feel like you know that these aren't you know, they, they, we haven't drawn a line, can't ever talk again. No, and we've got no. two more films that are headed our way. But unfortunately, they won't be in the... Is it right that they won't be in the MCU? Right, so this is the... Like, <sighs> Tom Holland signed a certain contract. And I ca- I'm pretty sure it was a six-film deal, but it might be more. It might He's got have, two films left. He might have negotiated it more. He's got two films left. But the thing, the thing is, like, this is what, this, um, this is what the Disney and Sony deal is... 
to do with. Like, if the deal doesn't happen, those two films aren't going to be in the MCU. He can't talk about Tony. They can't talk about him. And a lot of people, which will be wretched. A lot of people are saying that they like neither the MCU maybe can like the like looking at the list of films the MCU can maybe get away with not talking about Spidey and Spidey can just have gone off to college or something like that but I feel like the Sony like Tom Holland is so rooted in the MCU right now like Far From Home that was an MCU movie like there was so much MCU involved and all his all his villains have been created by Tony Stark they're all enemies of Tony Stark so they can't go to that anymore and there's going to have to be actual villains of Peter now. Peter, I like, think I think it will be wretched, frankly. Um, but there's also like talks that maybe like um, they'd you know wrap Tom Holland in the Venomverse or like something like that and put him in there. There's there's so many different ways, and they could also even like just if they've got him for two films, they might not necessarily need to be live action. They could throw him in spider-verse and he could be a character in some of the spider-verse sequels it's not like it's not ideal but then again they could also just like we're just not going to use tom holland like you have two films that would be so sad we're not gonna like we're not gonna use you and um i agree that would be very sad because i feel like tom holland has absolutely crushed it at this role yeah he's 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 the best spider best cinematic spider-man ever he's a perfect combination of peter parker and spidey yeah like the like just it the level of actor he is like one of the most emotional scenes in Infinity War was he did on AdLib like the whole I don't want to go and that's one of the most memorable scenes of maybe the, even the MCU and that was just him like just him doing it and like I th- yeah I think the MCU will be damaged by losing Spider-Man they've made him so yeah. integral and his films have all his two solo films have both been brilliant and yeah. the, you know we were looking towards a sinister six not so long ago yeah and exactly it's just heartbreaking you so i just I, I i can't believe that the negotiations are finished yeah. and i do think that um the uproar will have been noticed by yeah. disney and sony but yeah. what did they expect i don't think they expected no, exactly. anything they else be like oh no sound you know two films that's all you know all the big setup we had in far from home like we fa- we got jk simmons back as j Jones james and this was like what right. like and they'd set up the stuff with the scrolls and stuff like yeah like all the stuff they it's set just up. miserable can't just end there like yeah, they set up stuff with the Amazing Spider-Man. They set up Sinister Six there, but no one really was that hurt that when that didn't happen. I was good for Andrew Garfield. I thought he was incredible as Spidey, but like, you know, people weren't too set on those plans. Whereas these plans, it's like, oh my goodness. I feel like both, like the MCU will suffer without Spidey, and Spidey will suffer without the MCU. Right. So I can't, like you say, I can't see this being the end of the talks. In it, have you seen the figures happening. for the amount of money they made for these for for the um, Sony? The, the the two different Spider-Man franchise Sonys yeah, compared to the too. MCU ones, it's yeah. an astronomical difference. And not only that, they spent less on both of the MCU ones yeah, as well. Yeah, the the figures are absolutely mind-boggling. The, the the amount of money they've made, you'd you'd think that they'd want to stick with the tried and tested. This is going to be a mega hit. I want 50% of that. And I have seen Sony painted as the bad guys here. Yeah, well, I wouldn't necessarily say they are. I think it's a combination of them both... They are. Them both being greedy, to be fair. Because Sony, like, they're like, no, we've got a great deal. We want to keep this up. And Disney being like... 
essentially f- like dropping their mouse ears and being like, "Yeah, look at oh, like, no. flexing, flexing." Like Disney do not need fifty percent. Disney uh, like the amounts, the Marvel stuff they're bringing out alone. They're bringing out so much Star Wars stuff. Frozen Two, Pixar. That's not the they, point. It's just they, throwing their weight they, around. Yeah, they were li- like, and all the Fox stuff they've got now. The the amount of films and movies that they are bringing out at them like. At, like in these next couple of years, they're all their only competition in some cases is themselves. Spider Man was facing up at the box office against Toy Story Four. That's a win win for Disney. It's like yeah. oh, oh no, we got beaten by five percent of us. And I understand how yeah. they're like okay, we've like we've made like they've they've made it. I feel like they've di- made it work. They've made it a franchise worth yeah, having. Exactly, and like I feel like Disney. Part of me was thankful a bit that someone finally said no to Disney. Like, this was Sony stepping up and just being like, no, you can't have everything you want. And, like, it's it's almost like the spoiled child. It's like, no, you say no to it. Right. And then people cry, like, but it's not Disney crying, it's the fans. And I feel Exactly right. right. It's the fans being punished, not, the, Disney. not Disney. And here's yeah. the thing. Sony have been painted as the bad guy online, but they are both undeniably, irrefutably, hideous, hideous bad guys that yeah. have really really kind of upset the entire fan base yeah you've got to remember that sony bought the spider-man rights for peanuts when marvel was about to go bust yeah yeah. and so they are making an absolutely insane killing on the rights that they bought from a company that was desperate yeah so make no bones about it they are manipulative and just taking advantage of a deal that was made so long ago and yeah. under duress by a desperate company. They are holding them by the throat and they're a Mickey, horrible, Mickey horrible Ma- company. They're meanwhile, the Mickey Mouse is. Meanwhile, Disney, the, it, it's, it's, a, it's a penis measuring competition. I was yeah. trying to find a way of saying it more nicely, but, it's, but it, that's exactly what it is. It's Disney an, are like, look an, what we did, give us more money. It's an ear measuring competition. It, Mickey no, Mouse it's, has got big ears. Anyway, what I'm getting at is... Both sides are fundamentally evil. They make a, yeah. they, they have a wonderful film franchise that makes people like you, me, and all of our listeners and all the geeks around the world really, really happy. And this penis measuring competition is is just that. It's huge, gigantic companies that uh, they, they care more about. Uh, I'm done. Money, 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 money. But that, that's the thing. You can't paint Sony as the bad guys. They yeah. are. They are. They're evil. They're vile. But Disney are just as evil and just as Yeah, exactly. Like, and the thing is, 5% to 50%, that is a huge, like... like, I totally understand if it was like, okay, instead of 5%, we want 15%. Yeah, and... That's understandable. That's like a 10... Like, 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 times 10. Yeah, and people are so... It's a 10% 10 increase. increase, Yes, that is what I was thinking. And the thing is, it... The reality is they can both make huge amounts of money regardless of what deal they come up with. Exactly. And there is no way that this is over. They yeah. want that fat load of loot. Yeah, exactly. And as, as upsetting as it is and as much as it makes the whole geeky world speculate and cry and... and, and, and so you know, many memes. Talk uh, yeah, so and make memes. So many memes. <laughs> I, I, it, it's not over. I don't think it's over. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be something. Yeah, you've got... But what I, mean, I really hope is that they find a way for Spider-Man to continue to be in the MCU. Yeah. That's what everybody wants. Oh, definitely. And I think part of it is, like, 
insecurity on Sony's part. Like, they're doing so well with Spider-Verse and, like, the Venom stuff did well. But, like, there's there's got to be an insecurity there where it's like, this is the second deal they're making. Now they're asking for 50%. What's the next deal going to be? We want 100%. Do you know what I mean? That, like, there's that insecurity of we're going to lose our, spy- like, the good Spider-Man. Not the good Spider-Man, but, like, we're going to lose... No, the good Spider-Man. Oh, no, Spider-Verse was exceptionally well. Like yeah, it was, but it's small but fry like, compared. I mean, like, if you look again, if you look at the yeah, figures, yeah, it's small fry compared like, to. We're going our big fish, our big money make. Yeah, we're gonna lose the big money maker version. And then there were some people talking as well, like the way Sony can get forward is just by killing Peter Parker off and doing Miles Morales live action. That's awesome. Yeah, it's also another um, thing. And then I've seen loads of people like, so you know, like how the MCU just undercuts the Netflix series and quite a bit but in the Netflix series whenever they try and mention you know the New York the Battle of New York they always call it the instant they're like yeah. oh so what uh, throwaway line are we gonna are they gonna refer to yeah. Spider-Man and it was always as the kid they're like oh what happened to the kid and he went oh the kid moved to college or something yeah yeah there's a way around it like, but that's not what that's not what anyone wants no and I think it, it, it's one of them and it, it was just a it made the news it's a big talking point but it's bringing people's attention to it so when there is a deal it'll be a big hurrah yeah exactly uh, there's almost almost i think they might i don't want to say it because this is a such a cynical thing but they may have already made an agreement and that they've announced this to send everyone in uproar and then hype up the next film when yeah. they come to a deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can believe that. It's a little bit conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. But And I try not to be a conspiracy theorist because that's a step away from being an absolute crackpot. But it's not beyond the realms of imagination, is it? Yeah, you know, it's all about those possibilities now of all those different multiverses. No, don't. Um... I think that's just that's that's all my fault. That's I'm done thoughts. on that. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm cross. All my thoughts on it. Are you Darren Cross? Who's Darren Cross? He was the Ant Man villain in the first Ant Man movie. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. So let's track our minds back to the summer, to the happy days when you know. Oh, that was my final thought. Thought actually. This Sony and Marvel deal, way before it happened, was years in the making, even if it means we have to wait another couple of years, or like, you know, this this deal was a couple of years ago, never thought, never going to happen, so, you know, keep that positive positivity up, I wanted to keep the positive vibe, so that's why I thought I'd let that final thought in, but now, we're going to track our, we're going to track our minds back to the summer, and the movies that came out in, um, that summer we have right. three comic book films I imagine we're not going to talk about one four four well if, if you're counting Brightburn as a comic book film because oh. it's basically mm. Superman I mean we reviewed Brightburn anyway yeah yeah and it was uh, much more a Zack film than a you film yeah so. definitely uh, I was terrified oh my goodness they played have you the- seen it no right so we were watching like a non I think it was like John Wick or something and Brightburn came on and I was petrified oh my goodness I was so scared it's and pretty gruesome it's the worst thing about like so we have 15 ratings hit over in the UK there's like R ratings and stuff like that where in different places whatever you've got in your country but like I always forget whenever I'm watching a 15 that like most 15s are horror films whenever you watch like a Deadpool or something like that you are gonna see a horror film trailer and every time it just always, just always terrifies me. I'm just a big Freddy cat. So surprisingly, Brightburn was not a thing for me. And it's one of them as well. We always go into a bit of a like, is this comic book? Is this not? To be fair, we did review Split, so 
Everything, everything's fine. But yeah, the three main ones I was going to look upon was it's almost sort of like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Far from home. Um, Men in Black Three, and then Dark Phoenix. Which did you see all of these three? I saw Far from Home. Did you not see Dark Phoenix? No, you didn't. I was planning on it. I was planning on it. It wasn't high priority in my life, yeah. and then it was gone. I'll watch it on DVD. I'll be honest. The... Go on. Let's let's. I sort of. I want to hear your experience of Dark Phoenix. I just. I was busy. I had a show to write on my own, and uh, I had all the stuff going on in my life, and. I just kept putting it off, kept putting it off. Yeah. Then I didn't want to go on my own, and then it was gone. And, I, and in all honesty, I wasn't that disappointed that, that I didn't you, see it at the cinema. I'm sure I'll catch it up at some point when it's yeah. when it's free on Netflix or free on I think, yeah. on Amazon. I think it goes to show, though, as well, it's like it was a film that clearly wasn't a success. It was like a Hellboy... I don't think I'm the only person who did that. It was like a Hellboy situation where, like... You know, if you didn't see it very soon, you missed it because there wasn't that much money made. So they like, yeah. no one really wants to see this. And then Shazam's out. And I feel like this, this summer there was so much out that there was like, oh, no one's really seen this. So Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. It was, yeah, it was all right. Like, the thing is with Dark Phoenix is when it came out, it's like it's supposed to be the end of this epic trilogy. And it's like... It, uh, part of me was like, oh, yeah, you're doing Dark Phoenix again. It's like, mm, last time it didn't work out too well. But, you know. High hopes. This is a great cast. You know, you've done. Mm. That's the thing. The chops of the actors yeah, in that of, film, of, and I day, still couldn't get excited. Days of Future Past was incredible. Apocalypse was eh, all right, and then this was just like. And then you heard all the bad stuff about it. They were doing reshoots. They changed things. They took it away from space. You're like, that's kind of the big point of Dark Phoenix saga. Mm. And then when I watched it, there was nothing really powerful there. You know, nothing, no scenes that you... There were no Shi'ar in it either, were there? No, no, we're talking about it now, and I can't really remember that much uh, from it, apart from just thinking, like, oh, yeah, the trailer spoiled that that person died, and I did that, and then... It just there was a cool quicksilver scene, and but that's like just sort of what you go to expect, and nothing really tops that Days of Future Past scene, which is hard, you know. Yeah, that was wonderful. And then, yeah, I guess Jean Grey was all right. You know, Scott Summers, and it sort of gave you an ending. But it was, it just felt like, like a, like, it's hard to say, like a nothing film. But it was just like, oh, I saw it. I'm probably not going to see it. Like, I'm semi-ridiculous with the amount of times I will rewatch a film in cinema. Like, when it's great, when we've got our Limitless, because it's just yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'm fretting right now because I've only seen Far From Home once. I was like, I've got to see it again. Even Look, I've seen it twice. I know, but luckily, um, by the time this ro- broadcast, they have released a one with extra scenes. Have it. they? Yeah, it's probably like an extra minute or something. I was going to say, is it going to be worth it? But like, uh, oh, that's another thing we can talk about. We can talk about the Avengers extra stuff because, oh. We talked about that. I talked about that with Ollie Spring. Oh, did you watch it? The extras. No, I didn't. I didn't bother because in the end, it was the start of Far From Home. Yeah, something that will be on the DVD extras, and, oh, no, and a very not. nice tribute, which I, I would have liked to have seen. Yeah, to be so the, they started it off with the. Uh, I'll let my final thoughts on Dark Phoenix. It was all right. Um, so the <laughs> so the um, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so. Um, with Endgame, at the beginning, you know, the Russo brothers, or just one of them, I think one of the Russo brothers, I couldn't tell you which one, uh, comes out and he does this whole thing. He's like, thank you for supporting the film. Um, he may as well have just said, we just want to beat Avatar. Uh, it's like, we know your game. It's fine. We're all about this. We all want to beat Avatar. We want and Avengers Endgame to be the uh, highest grossing film. And it is. Woohoo. But he says, like, you know, 
all the all Marvel is is made from the fans and stuff like that. So that was a nice little touch. And he's like, make sure you stay till the end because we've got some extra st- stuff for you. So that was really cool. And then at the end of the film, he was back again to remind you, here's the extra footage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's, there's a mix of different stuff for uh, all you can want. And here's a, there's a scene that just didn't quite make it in. And the way he made it sound was like it was there. It was so close. So close to being in. Isn't but, the CGI really bad? Oh, it's awful. So we'll get into that. But then it starts with the Stanley tribute. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm an emotional guy. I was tearing up. It was so beautiful. And it had like the... It was basically like all the actors talking about him and then running through his cameos and just his impact on the MCU because it was a huge one. Oh, and when does it, the DVD come out? I want to watch that. It's already out. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. And oh, right, go, we'll watch that then. And they do like a whole We Love You Stan 3000, which is really cute. Yeah. And then they were like... And then they showed this... They showed this scene, man. And it was so clear that it had been thrown out early in development because it's, it's Hulk before they meet up with him so it, there's like this fire and at first there was this terribly CGI'd fire and I was like okay what's this from this looks interesting maybe and then Hulk saying like oh and you like in your head you're trying to work out where it was and it's like oh and then he receives a phone call from Steve and it's like really that's the big like deleted scene you want to like and it was it, again poorly to be fair, CGI'd it's a three hour film there, but, there isn't, probably isn't that no, much that got cut out it didn't need to be in there at all right like, they made it it made it seem at the beginning like it was a crucial scene like one of the deleted scenes that's highly talked about is um Catherine Lamford um the star of 13 Reasons Why was cast in this mystery role for the longest time then it was revealed she was oh, Morgan Stark old from the future Morgan Stark that's and right and that was what Tony saw when he clicked that would have been an epic scene to, we, is that not on the DVD they probably yeah it probably will be they, they would have beaten Avatar five or six times if they had that in the thing I would guarantee people would go to see yeah, that they beat Avatar anyway and then there was a bit the beginning of Far From Home which just got me more hyped for Far From Home it was like in Peru with the sandstorms mm. with what you think is Nick Fury Muriel but isn't really that was lovely don't do that um, but yeah so it was I mean, I did it because I wanted to watch Avengers for the fourth slash fifth time. It was the fourth or fifth time. I was yeah. like, no, I'll watch it again. And I was like, oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Take my money, Marvel. Um, it wasn't that much money, actually. They took everyone's money and they beat Avatar, which, you know, know yeah. people never thought would ever happen. Exactly. It's incredible. Oh, so happy. Not, yeah, absolutely. Not, not, a dig on, not a dig on Avatar. It's just like... I've never seen it. Because I didn't see it at the cinema, I haven't bothered watching it on DVD. Oh, no, that's the thing. It's a total film to watch in the cinema. Do not try and watch it like it's just disappointing because it was all about that 3D. Yeah, that's right. That's also owned by Disney now. Yeah. So there you go, Disney just... So Disney beat Disney. Just, just freaking... <laughs> Yay. When they passed Star Wars, they're like, oh, no, we beat ourselves. And then They haven't got 50% of that. They've got 100% of that. 100%. 100% Ugh. of all that winnings. They didn't even throw Sony a bone. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess Spider-Man's in it for a bit. <laughs> Um, mm. So let's talk about Men in Black. Probably very briefly. Did you even watch it? No, no interest. It looked no interest. diabolical. The trailer. I, can't, I was like, if that is the best stuff that you want me to watch, yeah, to watch this film, nah. <laughs> so I didn't bother. I was, and, and the thing is, I'll be brutally honest. Over the over the summer, I ran the show. I, I, I didn't run it as the show that you and I have, I ran it as Mark's comic book show. And that wasn't something I wanted to discuss, so I didn't. And, you know, you, you, you can look at stuff like the pull or pass that I did. You wouldn't have picked those choices for pull or pass, but yeah. I was on my own, so I, I, I did the show you, you did the way show. I wanted to. Yeah, you're right, I did me, and there was absolutely no way in hell 
I was going to watch a film that I had zero interest in just to review it for the show. That's Nick, fair. No you know interest. Really, you know was it rubbish? You know what's really funny? I haven't seen it either. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's because I had a select few days off and it was like Dark Phoenix or Men in Black. And Dark Phoenix was like coming towards the end of its thing and I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to see this. And then by the time I could have seen Men in Black 3, um, Far From Home was out and I was like, oh, sorry, bro, but it's Far From Home. Which I saw at my Spider-Man onesie. It was very... You are a ridiculous human being. It, it was very popular. A lot of people um, said Spidey and then wanted to take some photos as well. To be fair, you look like Peter Parker with the with the mask off because yeah. you have the eternal youth. <laughs> Whereas if I wear my Spider-Man costume and take me... Um, take your mask. Take me mask off. I look older than... Um, Uncle Ben. I was going to go with <laughs> Spider-Man from the... Peter Parker from the Spider-Verse films. Thanks. <laughs> Rude. Hey, hey, the Uncle Ben in the MCU will probably be young because you know Marissa Tomei is young and she played mm. that man. Have you had that thing like even Tom Holland's wanted like um, oh, Tom McGuire to be Uncle Ben? That would be in pretty my cool. head canon. He is. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> could just imagine it. Just like oh yeah, Toby, why aren't you back for the Spider-Man movies? Oh great, is it going to be like a Spider-Verse? Nah, you're going to die, mate. Give me Uncle Ben. <laughs> just a throwaway. <laughs> like oh. He'd probably still take it, I imagine. Maybe. I don't know. I would. Mm. The amount of money they're giving away. Well, maybe. Yeah. Hey, Fraser. Oh, yeah. Oh, go on. Are you going to do it? Before we go on to the next section of the show, I just want to throw out a big fat I'll go, plug. I'll go back to the same section. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean. I just want to throw out a big fat plug to my friends at the Super Tat Film Club podcast. They've um, graciously invited me back on for a number of episodes. Um, you can already listen to me talking about slugs which um, is a lovely not, horror not film. Not just the... Uh, a lovely horror film. The, not the, just the, the creatures. The basic premise of Super Tech Film Club is find a bad film on YouTube and watch it and then talk about it for an hour. And so, yeah, I talked about Slugs. I've already recorded episodes on Cheerleader Camp and Double Dragon. Who knew there was a Double Dragon film? You remember the video game? The film? Oh, uh, no. It's got Mark Dacascos in it. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like... He or she sounds like an actor. Right, so you've not... Mark Dacascos has been in, like, Marvel stuff, but I'll talk to you about that later. What's his name? No, what's his name? What's Mark Dacascos. was he, um, Oh, I can't remember. Who did he play? It was a relatively minor part. Oh, he's, he's I'm dead not, now. So I'm not going to be like, oh, him. Anyway, oh, so he played. I, can't remember his, I can't remember who he played, but he has been in Marvel. He played the guy who gave Aunt May cereal once. Anyway, and uh, they're having me back, because we had so much fun. They're having me back for Miami Connection, Spider-Man vs. the Dragon. Oh, amazing. Awful. Voodoo Academy and Elvira. So um, I'm going to be on Super Tap Film Club quite a lot over the next few months. So you should listen anyway, because Malachi and Hollywood Fletch are brilliant. And the, 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 way, the way Malachi tells the story of the film and then discusses how naff it was, it's, it's just a jolly listen to for an hour. And uh, yeah, you should check that out. Sounded. Particularly the episode on slugs. slugs. Sounded so British, then. It's a jolly good time. It is. It's great fun. Pip, pip, and cheerio. Well, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. indeed. Oh my goodness. Are so, you going to play the um, J. Jonah Jameson so thing again, just because you like it? Nah, people know what is going on, and it seems like far too much work right now. I can do it for you if you want. I need photos of Spider-Man. Oh, that my was voice. not J. Jonah Jameson. My voice went surprisingly deep then that, for a change. That, that, that sounded more like. A bad... Mind you, J. Jonah is a bad guy, isn't he? I'm Batman. Yeah, it's only more like Batman. And it's time 
for bat news. Is no, it time for bat news? Okay. Because oh no, wait, there was bat news. Go Robert on, then. let's do bat news. Well, I mean, Robert Pattinson got cast as Batman. It actually. I thought happened. that happened before you went away. No, we talked about it potentially happening. Then it mm. definitely happened when I was away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, wait, there is bat news. Alfred, um, not Alfred Pennyworth, got a uh, cool little trailer. Well, Pennyworth's actually been released. You know what? In America. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, we won't Actually, get yeah, it. I, d- I saw all the billboards. They were everywhere. I was like, oh, man, they're really uh, investing in that. Hopefully it's better than Gotham. Well, we won't get it until roughly... And it was just... Huh, I looked it up and it was like, the autumn. And oh, it's... Oh, it wait, drives me crazy. Fall? Well, no, well, yeah. It oh. drives me crazy that Americans get stuff before us. Living in the age we live in, it's... This is my favourite rant. This is absolutely my favourite rant. But it's happened again. This is the rant you did all summer. (laughs) Well, like over Swamp Thing. Yeah. That's what I was going to mention as well. It's like, maybe we'll get this or maybe it'll get cancelled before it comes to the UK. (laughs) Like Swamp Thing. Like Swamp Thing. Now, that would have been a super smooth segue. Do you know how many times I've sent... Or a super swampy segue. Do you know how many times I've sent polite messages on Twitter to DC Universe asking them when we're going to get Swamp Thing and I've been ignored every time. Uh, Neither do I because I've done it so many times. I imagine. And they've ignored me every time. It's just, it's dismal. It's dismal that our choice... DC, more alliteration. DC are dismal. But um, it's just like, I actually want to watch something made by DC and I can't. And it, we are given the... cancelled now. Apparently, it's really good. Yeah, like, it's I've heard really it's good, great. But apparently, they sort of, like, the budget for it was, like, it just kept going up and up and up, and they were like, yeah, I don't know if I can do season two of this. Because, like, the thing is with streaming is you make money different than you do with, like, being on a network and stuff like that, and, like, people picking it up. So, I guess that's sort of why they're like, oh, this is making you... And, like... We want to invest more in it, but like the like the cost to how much we'd make from it, just kind of got in. Um, it also like the stuff I've seen from it. Like there's been clips and stuff like that, obviously because it's been released in America. I don't think you'll like it. it I think it's too heavy it's on very, the horror. Oh, it's so horror! Like I would just be so afraid. So, so afraid. <laughs> I'd need someone to watch it with me. They don't even need to be brave as well. We can suffer together. I'll, I'll hold your hand if you want to watch it. No, do you? I'm not watching it with you because that'd just be patronising. <laughs> Why? I want to watch ha- it, and we can watch it together. I had a system, actually. So, th- see, Stranger Things Season 3 was kind of scary. But I had a system with that. And I had a system with Sabrina. Like, I'd watch the original Sabrina show. So if I had a system for Swamp Thing, maybe if I watched some cartoons beside it. No, it's, like, it's all about the binge. Mark Hamill's I'm not, I'm not watching some naff con- con- no, but if I, was watching, no, if I was watching it with someone else, obviously I'd have someone else to lean on. But if I'm watching it by myself, I'm oh, I see. Like adjust. <sighs> we'll watch Swamp Thing together when nah, we finally can I watch it legally we... in this country. Well, that's the thing. Would you still want to watch it knowing that it's going to end? Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes, it looks yeah. brilliant. I mean, th- why can't they just release it on DVD? Just just release it on DVD for us. I don't think, I think DVDs are dead medium. I don't care. I, don't I just want a way to watch it legally. Purchase it, yeah. It's, it, is, it is a tough thing. And, like, uh, you know, there are so many people out there that have, they, you know, they've downloaded it. Downloaded it on the day it came out and watched it. Yeah. Because they're British and there was no other way to watch it at that time. True, true. And it's just, it just makes no sense to me. What am I missing? What am I missing? Other than they're idiots who are encouraging piracy. 
Well, I think with like the DC universe, they're still testing out the format before they make it worldwide. Like you don't want to expand too quickly and then be like, "Oh, we're bust." Like, so I understand like sort of their point of view with that. But what I would say is maybe they should do what they did with Teen with the not Teen Titans with the Titans film with the Titans series and be like, "Okay, we're doing Swamp Thing on here," but like having a deal with Netflix where it comes yeah. out. Yeah, why didn't they do that? Maybe Netflix just it's didn't dumb. want it. Netflix might not have wanted it as well. That's also a possibility. Maybe they they knew Titans was a property that people know because they've not they've done the same with Doom Patrol. Oh no, Doom Patrol I think is coming on Netflix at some point, but they've waited with that. So it might be a thing of like we might see it on Netflix another before one. we see it on um, thingy. The Doom Patrol is supposed to be coming to Netflix, right there. But it's finished in America a long yeah. time ago. It's why do we have to wait? Why we're just not America, mate. I think that's it. I think that's the thing of like you've like we've just got to take into account where it's being made. At least we're not like countries like Australia have to wait so much longer, and then countries like you know, oh no, <laughs> countries like North Korea, they ain't seen this. Well, no, but They're not seeing any know. of this. So just think, at least you're in the UK. You could be in North Korea. You'd never see a superhero. The only superhero. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I absolutely do not want to live in America <laughs> because you know I'm I, I'm scared of guns. The only super, um, the only superhero you would see in North Korea is Kim Jong Un. Il. Un. Oh no, all of them. They'd be like the superhero team. Right. Like, even like the he'd be like <laughs> the dad version would be like a, a force ghost and be like, oh my son. Um. We should probably stop this conversation. We should. If they are listening. Uh, Maybe. I apologise. It was a, supposed to be a compliment. If you uh, hear, hear and understand this, I apologise. I just anyway. I just put up Pennyworth to do my usual rant. rant. See, that's and that's, and I hadn't realised until you you, you highlighted it. It's DC every time. It's DC every time. Yeah. They need to pull their finger out and just be better. Everything DC does is wretched. Because there's always something wrong with it. The, the the rush to get to the Justice League film ruins their cinematic universe. The fact that they don't let British people watch their TV shows is ridiculous. DC are just wretched. I mean, their animation stuff's pretty sick. Do we get that at the same... We actually yeah. get that at the same time as America, but... Yeah. And yeah, the, their animation game is strong, I and agree. I, th- I think the thing is as well, like, we got Shazam earlier than Americans... Um, what do you do? Yeah, so there's like movies where we do get it earlier than Americans. The thing is, I think as well, part of this is probably out of DC sands. Like, if they want to make a deal, like, especially with the DC universe, if they want to make a deal with someone, they're going to, like, they can't, because they haven't got it distributed to, the, they haven't got the DC universe in the UK yet, they would have to make a deal with someone else. And if no one else wants to make that deal, it's not happening. Like, if Netflix are like, no, we don't want... I'm we, sure we don't Netflix want... would want... Yeah, thing. but, like, they're like, we don't want Doom Patrol until then. But that's the thing, you don't know Netflix. Like, Netflix, you know, they look what they did with Marvel. They, like, f- shoved stuff under the carpet. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Jessica Jones season three, yeah, Oh, that was appalling, that was. It wasn't advertised at all, was it? But even, like, Daredevil 3, which was exceptional, was like, I mean, it's there if you look for it. And then, like, they... It's... Daredevil season three slipped out the rug because it was like, yo, I'm sick. Don't try and put me under this rug. Jessica Punisher Jones. season two as well. Yeah, yeah, Jessica. Yeah, actually, that's a big one, yeah. The Punisher, like, sort of shimmied its way out the rug. Jessica Jones was like, oh, this rug's kind of comfy. I'm just going to stay under here. 
Jessica Jones is great as well. We can talk about Jessica Jones season three because I have not seen it because oh, have you not? Because the whole Netflix thing, like not being able to being like, oh, it's out, and then I was like, oh, but Stranger Things season three is out now, and then there was some. Uh, there's something else. Oh, yeah, there's something I'm not proud to admit that I binged. Um, actually, no, I am proud. It was Instant Hotel Season 2. Never heard of it. What a show. But we won't talk about that yeah, show. Yeah, I've, I've not been watching I, comic book stuff either recently. Yeah. If you, if you want to listen to a podcast about me uh, <laughs> talking about Instant Hotel and shows like that, I'm more than keen. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do part of that. I don't think, I don't think anyone listen to it. Instant Podcast. No. Maybe. I've been watching Orange is the New so Black, the last series, yeah, that's and that's great. great. I've been watching Archer, there's a new series of that on, yeah, yeah. and that Apparently is doing, like, still some, there. They're doing some weird, like, oh, it's all alternative universes. It's, yeah, it, it's it's still there. It's headache. fine. It's a headache. But the first two or three series were outstanding. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And so good. So sorry, that was a bit of a tangent tornado. Yes, we need to watch more comic book stuff. Should we go back to Jessica Jones? What did you I, think of season three? I really I, enjoyed guess, it. Wait, let me guess. Trish is the main villain. Uh, Trish starts as a um, as an ally, but a kind of like a, a rebellious sort of. Is she still doing? But crazy she's not stuff, the main she villain. Taking, she was taking all the meds, wasn't she? Yeah. Time? So she, the, uh, it does focus on Trish, but the the main bad guy whose name escapes me. He, uh, what I like about him is um, in the first series, um, Kilgore was was really, really powerful and uh, really, yeah, really oh, manipulative yeah, yeah. and really, really... But used his powers in his manipulation. Yes. The second series was less good with her mum just like, being yeah. a super-powered, ecky-thump like kind, of kind, of, kind, kind of vibe. Yeah. Whereas... I wish I could remember his name. But he is... Good. Just really clever. Just really... Really clever. Oh, so always plays like against like she's. He's always like one step of it because I can yeah. see that working because you get so uh, angry and like. Yep, and it works really, really, the really type well. Of hero, it's more sort of like the an understated action. villain that you get angry that she can't beat him because he's just smart. Yeah, he's just clever and evil, and yeah. it's great. It's absolutely great. I, and the, the, that's the thing. Oh, smart if people. the if the um, Netflix series had deteriorated. I would have been like, been fine. well, okay. Like, yeah. But even even Iron Fist, series two was way, way better. better. It was like eight, eight episodes as well. Eight ten. or ten. And that, that, was, that was another criticism of Jessica Jones, so was it was bloated. They could have done with they knocking do that down episode. to ten. Was it 13 episodes? They could have done oh. with knocking that down to ten. Man. I feel like ten's a good like sort of format, and I hope they sort of follow that with the DC, the DC, with the Disney Plus shows. I feel like ten is good unless like you're going for shorter episodes like because i feel like that's the age we live in it's either longer episodes uh longer episodes uh lengthwise and then shorter like series number number of episodes uh or shorter like shorter time longer things like i think flash and all them are still doing like 23 24 episodes which works for them because they sort of they do have filler episodes in there but it's like it's 20 minutes of your time uh, it's not too bad. And then, like, there is an overarching story, but, like, with these ones, it's like, yeah, I'm binging it. Come on. Get me going. Get me going. I need to get... Like, I want to go to the story straight away. Um, which, you know, even the best ones, like, Daredevil, there's times where it's like, oh, does this feel like a filler? It mentioned Stranger Things before. There's an episode in season two where people are like, oh, why was this was here? I was really glad it was there because it was setting up a bigger universe, but luckily... Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, no one really liked it, so that other universe is like, who knows what they're going to do with it. But yeah, I will check out Jessica Jones because, you know what, I'm a completionist and I just... And it's worth it, it's actually really yeah. good. 
Is it because I feel like the second season left me like? Mm. I want to say deflated. Like. It was it was weak compared to the third and first series for sure. But yeah. the first series may. Oh, I was going to say maybe my favourite of all of them. Oh, really? It was exceptionally good. I was going to say that because the first season, I'd be interested to rewatch it. I feel like that that was good for me, but it also got a bit of like it got a lot of good graces from Daredevil season one. I think Daredevil season one was so great that yep. I enjoyed Jessica Jones because I was like, oh, we're getting more of this universe. So mm. it'd be interesting mm. to. Although Kilgrave was exceptional, Kilgrave so was just like, the most sinister David bad Tennant. guy. Does he return in this? Because he was in the back of it briefly. For yeah, briefly. Season two. Oh, that's good. Man, David Tennant. See, this is a, a like with the Netflix shows as well. I feel like they're just undercutting them now because um, we're going to talk about this when we talk about Comic-Con, but as I, even I'm feeling a song coming on. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, like, um, I feel like they're undercutting the Netflix shows now or, like, making them less in continuity because of they just cashed... Um, Masa- wow, how do you say his first name? Masafa Ali? The guy who played Cottonmouth in... Oh, um, Mahabasha, something like that. The, yeah, that, that yeah. brilliant actor who we really should know how to yeah, pronounce his name. Sat, yeah, yeah. I just can't because I'm dyslexic. <laughs> What's your excuse? No, I'm joking. I just it's yeah, it's a long name. Sorry, Ali. But like he played Cottonmouth and he Luke did, Hitch, and now he's playing Blade. So it's sort of like you are totally undercutting. Yeah, but you can forgive there. that because Blade is gonna be so yeah. great but with so, him in the so, title he role. He was so good. We'll talk about that later when we talk about Comic Con announcements. We are jumping ahead of ourselves. I apologize. Sorry, I apologize. That was on me. But like, I feel like they are undercutting the Netflix stuff now. And like, obviously, we had it with the actress who played um, the like Cottonmouth's cousin. Um, she's done the two roles. I want to say her name's Mariah or Marie, like something. Um, she was like the mayor in Luke Cage. Wow, my memory's just gone. You all know who I'm talking about. But she yeah. did the two roles. She was in Civil War. She was in Luke Cage. And it's just like they're doing it again, but it does feel like they're just being like, yeah, no. Um, Netflix, less and less. Especially now that they've got the Disney Plus. It's like, no, this is the stuff we're pushing more. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think... We, we've speculated just, in the past that they might bring the characters yeah. back in the MCU in other, did, yeah. in other shows or... Well, that's a, right. I, I just don't think they here's will a, now. Here's an incredible segue, because we don't need to feel that song right now. We're feeling it slightly, but it's like when you're partially hungry, you're like, oh, I can wait a bit, like lunch is for another hour. Mm. We're partially feeling a song coming on. But here's a good little um, silky uh, spiny segue. Go on. Um, so the rumours before all this like Sony and um, MCU debacle was that they were going to introduce another MCU character into Spider-Man 3 because of the whole, like, his identity's been... Re- oh, spoilers for Far From Home, by the way, but I get... Everyone's you seen Far From Home. If you're listening to this show, you've seen Far From Home. And if you haven't, so. you've already been spoiled by this show. Um... But yeah, so like the whole thing of like his identity identity gets revealed at the end. So there was going to be like the play on like the lawyer thing. So there was a rumor that like maybe Matt Murdock's his lawyer, or maybe like She Hulk. You know, Je- um, don't know what She Hulk would be brilliant if she was. But his the lawyer. thing is, I feel like they would not do She Hulk because why? No, they would just do her as human form. Like Jenna, like Jenna Walters. Oh, okay. They would just do that, and then Whereas, like, and she'll become She Hulk at some point. Well, no, they just do. She's just that, like Patsy Walker, but like his Hellcat. She's becomes a like full on, I think like a full on character, full on wacky, yeah, uh, creature. Whereas I feel like they probably wouldn't do that with She Hulk. I mean, 
crazy I'd love thing, to crazy see things She-Hulk. have happened. They did Professor Hulk, you know, Joe Fix It. But, like, I can't see them delving into that. Whereas what I can see is, like, a Daredevil and Spidey team up where Matt Murdock's also his lawyer and, like, it's a cool little thing. Because the the big thing about... I'd like Dare- that, but I the, think I think, the, I think you're in trouble. The big thing about Daredevil, um, the three seasons, has been his secret identity. His secret identity has been huge in this. Like, Spidey's is in the comics and I guess mm. sort of is now in the movies as well like less so it has been in the past but because everyone keeps learning his identity now everyone knows but that would be a really cool sort of play on it and it also means that maybe they get a team up against uh kingpin which you know spidey and devil versus kingpin um this is as lovely as this sounds samuel this is this is pie in the sky it's never happening I don't know, you know. I think it could happen. Like, if this deal arranges and happens, there's n- like there's no reason why they can't do. They own Matt Murdock. Netflix don't own Matt Murdock. Do you know what I mean? Netflix you think it will be, like... be someone other than um, what's it, Cox, the guy who played Charlie, Cox. Charlie Cox? Well, they. Could I would do... be heartbroken if it wasn't. To be Charlie fair, they Cox. could do someone like they could do someone else and like still have the whole relevance things. But I would be heartbroken if they didn't have Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. Exactly, amazing. They need, they, feel... they need to retain their Kingpin feel, and their Daredevil yeah, because feel, they were great. I feel like them too as well. Are people who can appear in movies, like their film star. Um, fil- I'm interchanging film and movies. Take what you will. Um, they're like big stars. You know what I mean? They've been on films. They've been like. Right. They've been in the Hollywood uh, Fraser. Things, so I can see them in... Uh, I love you so much. You, you, your, your optimism is a beautiful, beautiful yeah, thing. But unfortunately, the whole, po- the whole point of our demographic is for me to come down on you like a ton of bricks. It ain't happening. As much as it was nice to chat and speculate, uh, I, I can say with 99.9% certainty that that won't what, happen. So that we're never going to see Spidey and Kingpin? And we're never going to see Spidey no, and Dead? No, I don't think so. Certainly not with Vincent D'Onofro. And certainly not with uh, Charlie Oh, Cox. well, like, that's a, that is the far-fetched part of it. But I, I can see a Kingpin and Spidey happening at some point. I also feel as well, like, even if this Sony and Disney deal doesn't happen, like, I feel like Kingpin's a Quicksilver situation where he can be in Spidey and he can be in the MCU because he's, like, you know, a big character in both. I mean, it... <sighs> Maybe Kingpin more than Daredevil. I don't know, man. But again, I, no, no, it's it's never going to happen. The Netflix series and everything to do with them are dead. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They're dead, but they can use like elements from that, so they'll take it away. Like I can see, um, like I can see Iron Fist. Maybe they will recast, like turn up in the sh- um, like the Shanghai movie, or like even Doctor Strange. Like, I think he should have probably been introduced. Shanghai? Do you mean Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi, yeah. I don't know why I said Shang- Shanghai's a place, right? It is. <laughs> wow. Shang-Chi. That was dyslexia at its fine. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I was like, the what movie? I was like, Shanghai. No, wait, that's a place. Shang- Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. <laughs> Chi. Um, but yeah, I can see him in... <laughs> can see him in Shanghai, why not? He might just be chilling. It might be set in Shanghai, you don't know. Yeah, you never know. But I could see him in that, or I could see him in a Doctor Strange film at some point. Like Maybe. Um, or even in WandaVision, like, there's no reason why they can't just be like, well, yeah, we have these characters, let's, like, bring them back into um, the fray things. And, like, the TV shows as well, they lend themselves more to it. The TV show that lends itself the most is The What If. Could you imagine yeah, if maybe. One, one of the episodes if, is... What if Netflix never cancelled? Uh... <laughs> wow, no, that's that's a little bit meta. Yeah, yeah. He did a lot of fan casts over the summer. You know what else happened over the summer? Go on, Comic Con. 
It did. Oh. I had a lovely chat with Alex Cupid, and I'm going to have the same chat with you now. Hello, silky smooth transitions. They're all back. Hey, Alex. So smooth. Sorry, he insisted. So, so silky smooth. That's a lovely good transition, me. Um, yeah, there's a lot announced at uh, Comic-Con. You know, DC did a Marvel, and we're like, yeah, nah, we're not doing anything this time around. Or like, at least they weren't for Wonder Woman, which was really weird. But like, Mar- for Marvel, this was a big thing, because like, we knew nothing about Phase 4, we didn't know what the future was. You know, there's rumours, there's speculations, people talked about different projects, but this is where they were like, yep. Yeah, this is yeah. They, this is what we're doing. This it was is what, boom. This is what you're going to be looking forward to for the next couple of years. And you know what? There was a lot of surprises to be honest. Because yeah. The way Phase Four is looking is the way Phase One was. It's all about build up now. We've had the Infinity Saga. Now we're building into something else. But with hindsight, look at all those announcements. Not a single one of them needs any Spider-Man whatsoever. Yeah, that's that from is from top to bottom painfully painful. From top to bottom, true. Not a single one of them are relevant to Spider Man, and that you just was have to, you just have to keep breaking. That's got to have been by design because they were negotiating yeah, by the time they the made time. this announcement. Well, when they did the their first big announcement, when they just did that random thing and they like pulled a load of people into Los Angeles and did the big like by then they were still working out the um, Sony deal. Um, and then they just they move stuff around like they move Black Panther around and that was when Spidey so it could be again a, a similar thing like you say they could be like we're not going to say when Spider-Man 3 is because when they say a date then Sony are like oh well you've already promised this so and then mm. that gives them rain to pull in what also hasn't been announced is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 like we saw no, and the Black Panther film hasn't happening. been announced Black either. Panther sequels you know there's so much that like they've been leading to um, that you know isn't quite there yet i think with those three missing it really shows you just how deep the mcu is now and how much there is on offer because my goodness everyone was pleased with those announcements everything from the the four films to the fact that blade is happening yeah and Um, they all all offer something different as well absolutely right when you're looking at them like you've got the um introduction introductions of new characters new teams you know, we're going to space, we're going to pr- apparently different universes, dimensions, and stuff we like that. We don't know that yet. We're seeing, like, the te- we're finally seeing the Ten Rings. It's going to pay off, like, we might see the Mandarin. It might pay off from Iron Man 3, where people were a bit, I say, disappointed with the thing. And, like, the TV, <laughs> sh- the TV shows, these are high-impact TV shows. These aren't, like... Yeah, a, they're next level. They're, right like, on. these guys are coming straight from the films. This is going to be connected, like... T- um, Let's go. Let's go for it. Should we get? Should we go for them all? Let's go on through them all. Do you want to do it? Right. I've got a snazzy Marvel website up. We can do it in mark the order the Marvel website's done it, or we can do it in release order. What is your personal preference? Release order. Okay. So Blade's not on the board, so we'll talk about Blade last. We'll save that. Um, so the first one we've got to look forward to, and this again was like talked about um, during Endgame, is the Black Widow movie, which has been a long time coming. I feel like even since like Phase One, people have been to- like her introduction into Iron Man Two. People want to see more and more Black Widow, and like I feel like with her death in Endgame, like her story there, like her story in the MCU timeline might be complete. But now maybe it's time to find out more adventures from before she yeah, was an absolutely. Avenger, or like. 
like who knows what else they could do um, i think i think what's important to note about black widow is that um people have been screaming for a black widow film for a long long time yeah but marvel have been cautious going with heterosexual white men as their mains and they took a risk on captain marvel and it paid off and yeah this means we're going to see much more diversity valkyrie is widely regarded as coming out as bisexual and yeah, exactly. um, there's going to be a gay superhero in the eternals we've got female leads and they're taking some more chances yeah, because people right. have proved that they want the diversity. And, you, and gay it, men pounced on that guy that had two lines in Endgame because oh, yeah, yeah. finally we were represented. Ru- one of the Russo brothers, I think. Anthony Russo. Mm. Again, uh, not the first time he's cameoed in a thing. Um, from Cleveland as well. Um, but yeah, that, and I think it's also the world we live in. Like The world we live in is much more accepting of this in Hollywood mm. as a whole thing. Like Not sure. Um, Natasha, like Natasha, <laughs> money talks, mate. Scar- That's my opinion. Scarlett Johansson has been like a lead for the longest time, and it's like her star power. Like films like Lucy and like yeah. films that really, I don't know. The premise alone shouldn't make him a lot of money, but because Scarlett Johansson's in him, it does make a lot of money. Um, I, th- I think she really likes playing the Black Widow, so she yeah, deserves definitely. this, particularly yeah. as, you know, her she's character done a, was killed. Yeah, she's done her tenure with the MCU, and now it's time for her to, like, you know, here's, here's your opportunity, and I think they're going to knock it out of the park. I'm glad that David Harbour's getting another opportunity because, you know, Hellboy wasn't great, and now he's going to appear as, like, a villain, um, the Red Guardian, which would be, you know, it'd be nice. I can sort of see him... T- I can see him in a playing a big brute. Um, it's also very funny that it's the Red Guardian, considering you know Hellboy's like so red, and it's just sort of like, eh, no, no, didn't really work out. So going to be a villain huh. in the MCU that will work out very yeah. good for me. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm just I'm excited by it, and also like we're getting like a female director as well. Like it's the full shebang, and I do. Like, I know you like, you're like, oh, I'm not too sure, but I do feel like this is the world we're living in now. We're getting more female directors. Again, it's not it's it's not anywhere near as male directors, but I feel like we are getting that. And we're living in a time where, like, um, honestly, we are getting more representation. Like, if you look at 2008, look at any of the films that came out in 2008 when Iron Man first came out. Yeah. Like, it's n- no kind of representation to what we're getting now. Honestly, um, I, I don't want to get political because this is a comic book show, but um, if you'd have spoken to me about this five years ago, I'd have been, yeah, everything's great, we're progressing towards equality, everything's wonderful, and then Trump and Brexit, you know. Well, but, yeah, but like in Hollywood. So this is why I'm so cynical, because it's got to be about money, because Trump and, mm. because Trump and Brexit were about money. And if diversity pays... Then good because I want to well, see more diversity. Is, the thing is, I don't think diversity does pay because there's so much backfire. There's this thing called it's a it's like a millennial thing. SJW. It's like social justice. I don't warriors. know what a social justice warrior right, is. So I like don't people, think it's an insult. So, I, I identify. Well, as like that. Yeah, so, like you know, people will throw that around or something like that. And I feel like sometimes that like you know diversity just get backlash. But the thing is, like uh, if you want to get political. LA and like sort of the West Coast and sort they're people who aren't voting for Trump they're people who are wanting change it's these like backyard like sort of like you know people who I think personally still stuck in the past or whatever it's like oh I've got to have my gun or whatever the people who voted for Trump aren't the people who are you know doing this change they aren't the people who voted for Trump aren't the people necessarily being represented in these films so I feel like it Hollywood is making big steps towards this even if the rest of the world's not even if it's that's probably fair yeah, but it's and still think, all about the I money. Think the, no, I think the people watching these films and the people getting what like represented in these uh, movies, you know that 
uh, sadly, most of them don't vote. Um, and mm. that's personally, if you want to get into politics, I think it's because I don't. I think it's because there's no one there for them to vote for. Do you know what I mean? Like the in America, there's a two-party political thing. It like that just doesn't work because you were choosing between Hillary or um, Hillary or Trump. That's a lose-lose situation. That's like voting for two villains. That's like if Doctor Doom and Norman Osborn went free. Like ah, oh, don't want either. Uh, if I'm if I'm all right, if that's okay. And again, similar situation. Do you know who I'd vote for? Go on, Tom Kirkman from Designated Survivor. He's a good one. That's he would good, be a great a, president. That's a good Netflix show. It is. Um, I thought you were going to say superhero character. But anyway, we're going to move you, on from I politics. You, I thought you were going to make a choice between Doctor Doom and Norman Osborn, because that Doctor would be Doom. interesting. Yeah, he did. He, well, he ran his country well. Yeah, I don't know he, how he well would be he, a benevolent dictator. I don't know how well. Unless you crossed him. Yeah, exactly. That's a bit of a uh, sticky situation. But oh, I my probably goodness. wouldn't cross this Doctor is, Doom. This is... So funny, we're talking so much about American politics because we're, we're going, not. I was trying to stop to no, steer you no, away no, from no, I'm that. Just saying it's funny that we are. Hey, you brought it up. It's yeah, and then fu- I no, tried to steer you what? away from that. Stop. Right. Yeah, I've got a smooth segue here. <laughs> okay. And you're like throwing like shards of nails at it or uh, something. I look forward now, to your smooth segue. Now we were talking segue. about American politics, but we don't want to talk. The only kind of America we want to talk about is Captain America, and Captain America gave away his shield. His mighty shield to the Falcon Endgame. And the next one we have looking forward to in fall 2020. That's autumn 2020. Do you know why it's called fall? Um, Well, it was originally actually British and it was a north-south divide. But eventually it took over, the autumn took over Britain. And fall, when it went to America, when, um, you know, because all Americans used to be British, um, they they adopted that. But the autumn didn't, didn't get adopted in America. It's called fall because the leaves fall. Oh, okay. I, I was talking about the linguistics. <laughs> How mad's that? <laughs> I like linguistics. The leaves fall. So we call it fall. Um, but yeah, so in fall 2020, autumn 2020, we have... I am stopping myself from making 2020 jokes. You know, the whole vision thing. Although, if one division. Oh, was, I thought you were going to talk about the... Oh, my the, goodness. Uh, if one division was released in 2020, oh, my goodness. I thought you were going to talk about the, the, the drink of my youth. Did what, you have 2020? 2020 no. was this terrible, terrible liqueur that was 20% flavoured, <laughs> flavoured, um, like synthetically flavoured strawberry or kiwi or whatever. And it was wretched. And it was kind of like an alternative to um, drinking cider in a park because it was stronger. Ew. Yeah. That, so that, you are, you it doesn't dead, exist anymore. You were dead hard if you drank 2020. Not really. Got- it tasted a kiwi. <laughs> Dead on, <laughs> drinking my 2020. It's giving me exceptional Kiwi vision. Kiwi 2020. It's giving me exceptional vision. But um, anyway, 2020, <laughs> America, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. Are you looking forward to this? I feel it's, like this This was another one that, again, everyone was like alluding to, but it seemed like it was even going to be... We weren't going to show if it was going to be a film or a TV show, but it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. It's again, the one I'm looking forward to the least. Again, highlighting how big Disney+, Plus is going to be. Oh yeah, because you're a team Iron Man guy, and it's like, yeah, oh, and I don't like on, Bucky. Anyone on team? I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy the Bucky character very much. Um, I'm interested to see the, uh, I, and I love that Captain America is now black. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what they do and how, and how he struggles to be Captain America. But it's yeah. going to be a similar storyline to Spider-Man in Far From Home. In my, is my fear. See. 
Yes and no. Obviously, it's going to be that, like, the whole thing about season four now, especially with the current characters that are still alive, is like, how do we... It's basically like, how do we keep the Avengers going or who's going to be the next so-and-so? And the big thing I really enjoy about this logo is that the shield is so prominent in it. And it, I think the shield is just going to be a... Because Cap's still technically there. And who knows, you might see Chris Evans as an old man, like, giving off some advice. I feel That like would the, be cool. I feel like the shield's going to be the prominent thing of, like... Um, it might even put, like that Falcon doesn't believe... Like, because he doesn't believe he's worthy of it in um, Endgame. And it might be that thing of Bucky being like, yo, dude, I was, you know, brainwashing all that. I definitely don't shouldn't deserve that shield. And I feel like the shield's going to be maybe passed between them all and stuff like that. And it might even work to a thing where he's like, this shield doesn't belong to me, but then he makes his own Captain America shield and makes him, you know, brings his own personality to being Captain America and makes his own Captain America, if that makes sense. And yeah. That would be really cool. And then maybe that's how we see him in the future films and Winter Soldier picks something up. Um, I am really interested just because I think the relationship between these two that they've built in the films has been exceptional. It's been like that sort of funny di- dynamic. It's almost like, you know, when you have a best friend before you go to uni and then you have a best friend at uni and then like the sort of two, like it's sort of like this with, um, it's been like that with Captain America. It's like, Winter Soldier was the friend before and now Falcon and it's like the the three of them and like the two of them have a deep respect for Cap um, but they come from two different the respect comes from two different aspects like Falcon looks up to Captain America he's lived his whole life in awe of Captain America and for Bucky it's like he's always been my friend he's always been that guy who's just like I knew he had it in him and now it like just to see what he's become it's been you know a point of pride yeah. I think that's where maybe Winter Soldier is going to become like it could even be like he becomes a mentor to him and he goes, look, I'm willing to like accept the shield at some points, but like this is, you know, that you are the next step. Um, <laughs> I just can't get excited about it. Oh, no, I'm so, I'm so excited for this. Just because, again, the dynamic between him and we're getting a returning villain, like Baron Zemo's coming back, but apparently he's doing like full purple like mask and everything, which will be exciting and i think it just it shows the the high stakes that are going to be there for these tv shows like these tv shows are mm. on par uh with the films like this could have been a film i'm glad that it's going to be a series because it, it offers you know longer storytelling opportunities um one fear i do have is that the tv series are going to end up being bloated like the netflix series they, they maybe they were originally yeah. written as films and they go, oh, we'll make a tv series and they're going to bloat them that is a concern of mine yeah i feel like though with Mm. I'm hoping that they've learned from them and it's sort of like I can see these as 8 to 10 episodes mm. I definitely don't see these being as because I think the thing is a lot of the bloatedness stuff is either getting to know the character or getting to sort of like expand on the world where this world has already been it's pretty expanded True. we know these characters so it's just going to be like a concise story um, told because like the TV shows that we've been announced all of them are characters we know apart from one already in the universe. Yeah. Um, so that sounds, sounds pretty cool to me, to be honest. The next one we're going to talk about is a movie. Um, and it is Eternals. I was going to say The, but there is no The in it. No, oh, is it not The Eternals? It's, it's just, just Eternals. Et- oh, no, wait. The title says Eternals, but they are calling it Marvel Studios The Eternals. So it's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's personal preference, really, but... Unless they've just... Mm, mind you, this is Marvel's website. There or... Hmm. Whatever. Eternals. 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 Right. Let's hope it's better than um, Inhumans. 
Yeah, and I think the fact that like this cast is stellar, whereas like the Inhumans cast left you a bit like. Mm. And I think they didn't really have much hope in Inhumans. Inhumans was supposed to be two parts. I think mm. it was supposed to be released earlier this year, which is so funny. The second part, but this like they've. I feel like they've gone all in on it. Like just look at the cast, like Angelina Jolie, like what, like Don Lee, like. The people they have cast in here for these characters that no, they're taking it no, seriously. Like essentially, no one knows. They've clearly delved into this, and it's like, oh, like they've not just gone, oh, it's going to be a TV show on ABC. Like it is a huge, oh yeah, uh, thing. And I think that we've had so much space already that space is set up for this. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm so so excited. And we're getting a female uh, female director. Good. You know, more representation. It's just yeah, it's everything. It's everything you could want. What's your uh, where do you see the Eternals going, or Eternals going? Honestly, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's an odd one. They're all brand Definitely, new characters, yeah. and um, it's yeah. a risk when they could have put a Guardians film there instead. Yeah, yeah, like a volume three, and yeah. then maybe introduce the Eternals there. Um, but yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to it because no, it's so off it. the wall and so unexpected. But then Guardians was too. Exactly, Guardians. So like. Let's hope history repeats itself. You know what? Their big risks have always paid off. Like you can talk about Ant Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, all these like characters who are like let's 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 just face facts. Out of all the MCU characters that have been introduced, how many of them would the general public have known in two thousand eight before Iron Man? They probably wouldn't have even known Iron Man. A lot of them probably would have Captain like, America and like, Iron oh, Man. Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man. But like look at all these characters. They've got so many and like they've still got so many left and it's I don't know, with Phase 4, I think people were like, oh, what are they going to do next? And I was like, oh, yeah, here's some more characters that we have. Mm-hmm. We just have them, you know, they're just... They're all jamming through the door, mate. They're going to last forever, and it's going to end up with Brother Voodoo being yeah. in there, and the Jack of Hearts, wow. and um, the Yancey Street Gang. There was a Captain Britain reference in Far From Home. I can't remember what it was, though. Mm. Captain yeah. Britain would be cool. Mm. Yeah, I thought we were going to get... Mm, no, nah, I don't think I did not think we were going to get more and far from home of Captain Britain. I thought we were just going to get a cheeky nod, um, which we did again. Do you want to move on to the next one? Sorry, I'm yeah, yeah. More Eternal Force. I was. I'm all about that hype train. Now we're into 2021 <laughs> from Shanghai. No, I'm joking. It's uh, Shang Cha. No, Shang Chi. Shang Chi, the master of kung fu. And it's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So we're finally getting like the Mandarin. The so, real Mandarin. Is what alluding to the real Mandarin, not um, Ben Kingsley. Although I would mind, I wouldn't mind seeing Ben Kingsley maybe reaction. As a ca- maybe yeah, that could be a like com- the uh, the uh, post credit scene of him being like, oh wow. Um, but like that's, I think that I think this is really cool because the lead um, the lead actor for it, I forget his name. I feel really bad. Um, but he was so obsessed with this film. He like when he mm. found out this was happening, he was. Like, I'm training for it already. I want this to... Um, oh! Oh, I'm not going to be able to say it. It's name. important is what it is. It's Shimmy Lu. S-I-M-U is his first name. And then L-I-U. I'm not sure how you pronounce Simu it. Simu Liu. Yeah, there you go. Um, he's... The, the, this like, this he is was, an important film. Yeah. Shang-Chi is an opportunity to... to nod to the fact that characters like Iron Fist are indicative of their time um and they are the white hero nobody yeah. wants the white hero with the martial arts shang yeah, exactly. chi 
unfortunately does have a weird background. He was originally, Marvel bought the rights to Fu Manchu and didn't know what to do with him. Uh-huh. And Fu Manchu is problematic these days. He's considered a pretty racist depiction of, 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 of the Big Far times. East. Yeah. But Shang-Chi was originally Fu Manchu's son. Uh, that has been retconned, so yeah. he won't be Fu Manchu, Fu Manchu's son in this film. But the history of Shang-Chi is fascinating, but he has always been East Asian. He has always been Chinese. Yeah. And um, in a time where there was very, very, very little representation, I mean, I think Shang-Chi was either 60s or 70s. Yeah. Um, it's. I'm fascinated by how they're going to play it, but it's a massive opportunity not not as an apology, but uh, to re- represent to martial record, arts yeah. properly on the big screen, to represent East Asia properly Definitely, in the yeah. MCU on the big screen, because, you know, again... Um, the MCU is a worldwide phenomenon, and it deserves, like, it other, does. other uh, countries and cultures being represented. What's, um, this is a step forward. What's Doctor Strange's boss called? Oh, uh, Tilda one. Swinton. Oh, uh, the ancient one. Yeah, I mean... Tilda Swinton's brilliant in that character, yeah. but it could be strongly argued that there should have been an Asian actor yeah. well, they did playing like the, that character. They, they did the whole Celtic thing, didn't they? Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Um, so I'm, 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 and I've always loved Hong Kong films. I've always loved martial arts yeah. action films. So I watch a lot. Of those I, I'm fascinated. Chan ones. I'm fascinated by Shang Chi. There we go. I love Jackie no, Chan. Yeah, I think it'd be, I think it'd be exceptional. And it's one of them. It's like how important um, Black Panther was for like the culture. I there. think so. I think it'd be another impactful thing. And I think Phase Four does show like it shows basically Marvel learning from their past, not le- like learning from their past successes. Like Eternals definitely screams like the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Black Widow screams success from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like this. Um, Shang Chi. Yeah. This movie. Sorry, I just got something in my throat. So, but I think what you were going to say is Shang Chi represents, represents the success of Black Panther. Imagine yes, that's what I was. Imagine if I said a completely different film, the success of Iron Man Three. No, <laughs> because they just want the Mandarin. So no, much. no, but um, but yeah, yeah, I think um, it's great. And like we mentioned earlier in the show, this can like we mentioned Iron Fist and stuff like that. This could be way. There could be ways of introducing Iron Fist into this and showing him up. <laughs> basically, mm, but I think you mm, know. I don't think they will. You're a Western boy. I'll show you how this is. Uh, this is really done. Um, but no, I hope it's really successful as well. And this guy is the lead actor, and it is exceptional. Like, just check out some of the videos. Like, he he lives the character. Like, it's it's good to see. And I'm glad that we're seeing more actors like that. Like, we always talk about Tom Holland and how like he is just Spider Man, but this guy can be Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. He is Shang Chi. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is another TV show, and it's One Division. Not one division, one division. It's a mix of wonder and vision, and this is very, very exciting because not only we've been talking about how like these DC Plus shows are going to be like, oh, more connected to the MCU, but this is supposed to be like, le- like a big, big, big part of the Doctor Strange sequel. Like this is supposed to be like leading into it, which is fascinating because Vision's dead. Yeah, so it's set before Endgame. Yeah, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna lead into the Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, that that's well, it's pretty cool. Well, I think the speculation around it is, or they may have they may have mentioned it at Comic Con, is it's going to be like alternative realities and alternative versions where one oh. and Vision live happily ever after. And this is the first time apparently that she's going to be Scarlet Witch. She's never really been mentioned as Scarlet Witch before. This is when she's going to become. 
Scarlet Witch. Not okay. just like Wanda, she's going to be... So that's some really cool stuff. What also is really cool is apparently they're leaning a lot on... Um, do you remember the visions? Like the story where it was like... Um, the story in the comics... Um, I loved Tom, that. Tom King. They were excellent. Apparently they're leaning at a lot on that, but instead of having like the the vision wife, they're going to have Wanda, which is right. really cool. And it's, it's going to be that whole thing of like... I can't remember if it's going to be in different time periods or if it's going to be set in one period, like set the 60s or something. It's like proper Americana, but it's mm. going to be all different. White so, picket fence. Yeah, so it's going to be like, I can see that as being maybe either one multiverse or like a brand of multiverses and maybe Wanda's managed to find a way to find a, a universe where, or she's trying to look for a universe where Vision's still alive. And, mm, you know, that that's offers, interesting. That offers a long-term serving story that television can provide there. Which I think is like really cool, really cool. Any more thoughts on Wonder Vision? Sorry, just sort of like no, unloading the load. The thing is, I've said the word fascinating quite a lot. A lot of them are fascinating. The choices they've made and what they're going to do with these characters and where they're going to slot in the timelines. Yeah. I think that's great. Making people think and speculate is is part of the fun of being into these kind of films. Oh, what was it? Fascinating, fun, fascinating. <laughs> what? <laughs> What, what was the word you said? Finas- fascinating. Fascinating. I'm trying to make a thing here. Fascinating phase four. Fascinating phase oh, four. Oh, that's alliteration. You can also play uh, play a game. You can do a, a drink or a whatever you want to do every time Mark says fascinating. I've also said wretched a lot on this wretched, podcast as well. Go. That's what you can do. Oh, did you just call it a podcast? Well, it's more of a podcast, podcast today because we're not going to be end up playing the last part of the music because we're, we're, we're running out of time. Now, the next segue that works out really good is uh, we'll talk about WandaVision and it's um, it's slipping into and connecting to this next one, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Now, this sounds like it's just going to... And they've also mentioned that it's just going to be so horrific. Like, there's going to be so much horror. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to... I'm see. looking forward to it. Not going to be able to... Uh, if I can... Uh, Doctor be able Strange to was always yeah. more horror-focused yeah. than other comics. Um, and uh, it was always quite psychological horror as well. Definitely. And um, I, I love Doctor Strange comics for that. I mean, there's one... I, I'd love them to adapt... Um, I, can't, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a Doctor Strange story... Yeah. ...where he found the cure for cancer. Oh. He found the cure for cancer in one of the... Um, in one of the netherworlds, or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. And it was whether or not he would... It was the, mo- the moral story about whether or not he should release it or not. It was... Uh, oh, that's It pretty- was really good. I think it was called The Gift... As a storyline, maybe. Oh, there's one called The Oath, I know, that's huge. But I don't know if it's... Who knows? Hey, if you know, drop us a little message. You can even, yeah. uh, we've got a Facebook discussion group. We've got a Twitter. We've got... Um, no, we've not got a YouTube. Uh, we don't have a YouTube anymore. We do have a YouTube. It's just going to have different stuff on there. But that's for future phrase and future Mark to tell you about. Probably not this week, to be honest. But yeah, also, the one thing they were talking about with the sequel, obviously, like, Bar- Baron Mordo was like, you know, too many damn sorcerers. You were right, it's the oath. He's going to be so gutted. Hey, I'm well proud of myself. Google he's he's going to be so annoyed when he finds out there's a multiverse of sorcerers. He's like, I've just got rid of so many sorcerers, and now there's so many more. Um, but we might see him in there. But what they, apparently one of the big villains they were going to do, and this is Nightmare, and that sounds just terrifying. Oh, nightmares. Like, nightmare see, is a scary... some depictions um, from the comics. I'm like, oh my goodness, that is going to be so scary on screen. Like, oh my goodness, so scary. So mm. scary. But yeah, a lot of magic, and more magic is coming your way um, 
in spring of 2021 because it's the low-key series again on Disney Plus and I'm liking this because it's um you know it's following off from Endgame he's going to be like on his different adventures with yeah it's, the, it's Loki's adventures yeah. with the Tesseract isn't it yeah and have you seen the logo because I like it's just a like it's a mad combination of they're all related to Loki but they all just look like they don't belong together but I guess that's Loki yeah do you know what I mean like I'm just looking I'm looking forward to his mischief to be honest and I reckon the, <laughs> there might even be a one of the episodes where he becomes four like could you just imagine like Loki's just like oh I'm just going to be four in this universe because there isn't a four or um, like it's an alternative universe where four dies maybe. would he be able to pick up the hammer though that would be interesting I reckon he'd find a trick so he'd have like a trick hammer like he turned his staff into a hammer maybe or he could cut off Captain America's hand and sew it on his own hand yeah and like or wear, wear, wear like a Captain America hand skin glove yeah. or something like that. Maybe. That's minging. Oh, is this oh, or maybe turn into Captain America and the hammer's like, hmm, something doesn't feel quite right. Um, but yeah, no, again, that looks like... It looks... What was the word? Fascinating. Do, oh, you... Oh, shouldn't <laughs> have joking. mentioned it. No, it does It does look really cool. And Tom Hiddleston, it's... Uh, the, like, the reason why I've been the four point up is he actually auditioned for four, and I just can't see no, anyone else other than Loki. Perfect as Loki. And I can't see anyone else being Loki apart from him. And I'm glad He that, plays his glee and yeah. his mischievous grins and stuff. He just... He's brilliant. And this is another one that was talked about for ages. And like, yeah, how are they going to do Loki? He died in Infinity War. And then you see Endgame, you're like, oh, now I want to see this. Like, the shows they set up... Most of this was set up in Endgame, which is incredible yeah. to see. And, like, it's stuff you don't even realise. And look, again, to go back to Doctor Strange, Infinity War and Endgame made Doctor Strange so sick. Like, he was... He's at his... He's at a high level of wizardry, uh, yeah. sorcerer now, and like the, he's the sorcerer supreme. Like, like seeing the effects that they were yeah. using there, like don't get me wrong, the first Doctor Strange movie had some incredible effects, but it was all like, oh nice, like introducing you to magic. It's like, yeah, now we're in the magic. Now it's time for the madness. You're like, mm. oh my goodness. And the next uh, TV show we're going to talk about is what if? Ooh, ah posing so many questions i used to love the what if comics i used to absolutely right. love them and um they're still going to be fair and um whether they were cancelled for a while but yes you are right yeah um, bring them back like randomly and i i really hope that it's done in a really kind of campy way like the comic books where it starts yeah, with o2 or however he's pronounced yeah saying yeah. hello i'm the watcher um and this is this this is the reality where i died or whatever yeah yeah well, that's the thing. That's the rumour that they're going to start off with it. You know, it's a really interesting thing about um, about O2. Uh, so Fox own well, before they were bought by Disney, they owned him, so they owned the main Watcher. But as a species, they owned the Watchers. So that's why in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, they have Stan Lee be the big Watcher because they owned the creatures but not the main yeah. Watcher. I'm but they that. now own O2 yeah, now or they own it, so they can they can use that I mean the, the, just... the, 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 they did kind of suggest yeah. as much as they could that Stan Lee was O2 exactly. which uh, it's sad that he's not around to be that in um, oh. what you're doing I had to just get rid of this it just popped up carry on it's sad that he's um, no longer around. No longer to, around to, to be it, yeah. the watcher and and narrate it because he'd have been fabulous. That would have been an, it reminds me of almost like a Saturday morning cartoon. You thought, yeah, like, uh, he'd Stanley would introduce it and then he'd be like, "Oh, what if da da da?" Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. And it'd be it'd be interesting to see which characters they get back, like the serious actors they get to be like, "Oh yeah, I'll do this." And it's just, 
I'm excited for it. And, and voiceovers an easy I'm gig ex- though. I'm ex- yeah, oh, definitely. It's like, wait, I get a bit like, what if Ant Man was Iron Man or something like? Oh, yeah. like, if they did like, it's just like, oh, I get to play a silly version. And most of these actors know their characters so well that it is just going to work. And it just, it's a bit of fun. And it's like, it'll be things like, um, and it'll all be one-off episodes as well. It won't have to be like a continuous thing, and it can probably break stuff up. Like if you bi- say if you're binging Loki or something, you've waited a bit, you can. Hop between the two. They all sound fun, actually, all these TV mm, series. There's nothing mm, that would do. take you to. And there's those four cartoons that are coming up as well. Um, oh, the Howard the Duck um, and... Yeah. yeah and Dazzler. And, and, yeah. Yeah, that's going to look... They're going to be great fun, but I don't this, think they're MCU, though. This cemented how... Um, no, they won't be MCU, but they are, like, Marvel creations. This just cemented how stacked the DC Plus... That DC, oh, my goodness. The Disney Plus... Um, streaming service is going to be yeah I'm going to get this as soon as we possibly can to be honest mate yeah my fear is it'll be another one where we won't be get, able to get access to them well because be Netflix won't play ball will they well to be fair no no don't even want to talk to them about that. Amazon might we they've are, got Cloak and Dagger we already have a Disney um, we already have a Disney streaming service we have Disney Life we got that before the Americans so they tested it with us and Disney really liked the UK so I reckon we will Hopefully. I'm not going to jump the gun, but I reckon I reckon they'll be that they'll do as good. Now let's talk about um, one more D, uh, Disney Plus um, show. I'm really GC man. Why are you trying to take over? Um, oh no, we're going to talk about two. Psych, got you. But one of them we're going <laughs> to talk about is Hawkeye because that's coming out fall 2021. Um, so what are your thoughts about this Hawkeye? I, I like that he's getting something. It's interesting as well that it's a TV series. Um, Jeremy Renner is sublime as the worst Avenger. Yeah, and he can sing as well. He's he's played the part with such empathy and you can almost... He, he's, he's much more desperate and always more in peril than all the other Avengers because yeah. he is the most rubbish. And I, 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 say, I think Mark's, Mark's views on Hawkeye being the worst Avenger do not reflect the whole shows. No, I don't mean... It, I don't... I love the character, but his power and his what he can do compared to everybody else is rubbish. He's not the main Avenger. He's no. Not, he's not. If you're taking a quiz and uh, on BuzzFeed or another site and it says you are Hawkeye, you're not jumping around the room going, ah, oh, like which Avenger exactly. quiz are you? You're aiming for someone else. But I think... Unless you're Jacob. I think it will be a low level, more along the lines of the Netflix show level of... Um, yeah... And level of level of um, threat and bad guys, which yeah. is great, and it's going to introduce Kate. Everything Bishop as can't well. be too epic. Yeah. I don't want too much epic. Yeah, you just you like that's the whole point of like this universe is so expanded that there is amazing stuff happening over here. But there's also little stuff happening here that you also want to keep in. And I think they've made it so that we care about every single part of the MCU. It doesn't matter if this is happening in space. It doesn't matter if there's this low thing happening in Earth. It doesn't matter if there's a big thing happening in Earth. We want to know every last detail. So, we love it all. So here's the th- here's the thing. Yeah. All these shows that are supposed to be in the MCU, like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Daredevil. Yeah. And um, let's go with Cloak and Dagger. Why didn't they recruit Cloak and teleport someone next oh, let's, to... let's not get into that. Next to the Infinity Gauntlet. No, let's not get you into know? that. Let's not get into that, because that's a whole different conversation. Let's keep talking about Hawkeye. Like, Sorry. But what I'm getting at is that that's a low level, but when you actually look at um, could, Cloak's powers, yeah, yeah. they're the most powerful in the universe. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but like I'm liking the introduction of Kate Bishop as well I think it'd be interesting to see that mentor kind of role because we sort of see him obviously we saw his father figure ways in um, Endgame 
and that was really nice. Like, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed um, seeing that. What's really interesting about this is, though, I don't see Hawkeye as the next step. You know, a Hawkeye... I kind of want to see Ronin. Because they sell... Up- we don't know if it's Ronin or Hawkeye. No, no, really, it's going to be Hawkeye. It's gonna, they're saying Hawkeye. Like, he he took the mantle of Ronin in Endgame. So mm. don't think it's going to be Ronin, especially if he's got Kate Bishop. That would be a bad role model. If you're killing people with a child there, no. That's bad. True. That's, that's so bad. That's terrible. True. Um, but yeah, so I think it's going to be more Hawkeye. So it'll be interesting to see when the... So maybe it's like... Loads of these are set in the past. Well, no, this could be past. after Endgame. This could be sort of trying to redeem himself, and that's when uh, he tries true. to pass the mantle on to Bishop. Let's talk about Thor, Love, and Thunder. Because talking about passing the torch, or passing the hammer, uh, this one's going to introduce Jane Foster as Thor. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the oh. the run, the run, uh, the comic book run, um, Goddess of Thunder was great. Yeah. And I think, it again, it's... It speaks a lot about the Marvel Cinematic Universe that, after being quite badly treated... Uh, who plays Jane Fonda? Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is coming back. Yeah. Because she wasn't happy. So they've, got, they've, they've dangled a carrot. You can be Thor. She was not a happy bunny now. Um, and I, I, I can't wait to see it. I think it's... I think it'll be really cool. I, and I hope that... I hope they don't shy away from the partial reason why she became Thor. She had yeah, cancer. Like cancer. I want well, that, them to, that's to the thing. bring that in. It depends whether they're going to use it or not because like a big part of her story is that she gets cancer. But the catalyst of that story is that she dies from that cancer. Yeah. So that's like, you are limiting yourself to how many films you get. What's interesting about this is, um, is that they've always done this thing of like, we're never going to do more than three movies for a character. So now this is where we see the transition. This isn't for... Odin's son. This is going to be a new force. So this is like yep. starting her trilogy, which I really enjoy, and I think it's something we can potentially see with future characters, like Captain America's passed the mantle on. Yeah, Iron Man's passed the mantle on. We'll move past that. Um, but Thor's now passing it on. I also love that Taika Waititi is going to be back on it. Like, it just makes me so happy. Mm. He's a hilarious guy, and I reckon this movie's going to be hilarious. It's awesome. going to be ace. Apparently, um, there's a rumor that Beta Ray Bell is going to be in it as well. Ooh. How good's that? Like, we saw a bit of, uh, like, we saw his face in the last four movie, and now apparently we're going to see him again. Like, bit of beta Ray Bill. Yeah, it's exciting. One step closer to Thunderstrike, Fraser. One step closer to Eric Masterson. Yeah. And we're oh, one, yeah. We're one step closer to the end of the show because the last one we're going to talk about, we talked about earlier, is Blade. It's going back, baby. And it's not, um, what's his name from the TV show that we watched randomly? Sticky Fingers. It's not Sticky Fingers. Well, Sticky Fingers that is, is 20 years older than Michelle that than Ali. that pilot. Michelle that pilot's about 20 years Ali. old, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> yeah, very old. But yeah, we, t- we talked a bit about our excitement for Blade earlier on. This is, and we are running low on uh, time. We are. So hyped about this. The logo looks incredible. Like, the cast that they've had, again, it's... Michelle Ali's a It's actually it's only 12 years old. If I, if I butchered... Sorry if I butchered your name there. I did too. But, like, he, this is his third Marvel character. Like, he did the pra- he did the voice of the Prowler in Spider-Verse, and he was exceptional. That doesn't Batman. count. That's Sony. 
No, but as a Marvel character, I'd count yeah. it. It's a Marvel character. That's what I was saying. I wasn't saying an MCU character. I was saying like a Marvel character. Mm, mm. Like that's exceptional. And then like coming back to be Blade, I can so see him as Blade. Like yeah. he can pull off the shades. Like Wesley Snipes is incredible, but like that's a, if you bring him back, it's sort of like you're always remembering that pastime, like moving on and I'd moving I'd like forward. to see a cheeky Wesley Snipes I reckon, cameo. I reckon because he's so on board for this Blade thing, I can see him as a cameo. He can, might even be like, who's the guy who... um He's like the mentor for Blade. I can see, like, maybe... The beardy white guy? Yeah, I can see... Like, they can... They don't need to be a white guy. I can True. see... I can see Wesley Science being the mentor, maybe. And that'll be a nice little, like, wink nod to it. That would be really good. Yeah. I think so. I'm down for that. I'd like to see Sticky Fingers get a, a cameo as well, I but I think that's think, less likely. I don't, likely. I don't even think Sticky Fingers is going to get uh, a song put on here. Poor Sticky Fingers. Ah, oh, rip. Rip Sticky Fingers. He's not dead. No, he's just, like, he's just no, not Blade anymore. That's a millennial term. It's like rip. You don't actually mean they're dead. You just mean like, oh. Ugh, millennials. Yeah, so it's a shame. Now, we do have so much more news, but we're probably just going to have to touch upon it at another time, or not at all. Well, one of, <laughs> them, one of them will be on Pull or Pass, so don't you worry about that, and one of them we're probably going to listen to and talk about at some point. And then the other one, we're hopefully going to play one day. I hope you heard all that and you're like, oh, we know exactly what you're I'm completely about. confused. Well, and I've got the notes in front I of me. I think it's all about the listeners. The game we're going to play is Avengers, the A-Day, the comic we're potentially going to read on Polar Pass, Spider-Man by J.J. Abrams, and the thing we're going to listen to is the Wolverine podcast. There were other things that came in this summer. Uh, Mark thought we couldn't talk for two hours about the news. We have done. We've overrun quite a bit. We haven't. You just talked about stuff that You've I'd already talked... you just raised talk- your fingers at me alone. And I've, 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 That's right. a universal sign for, like, we need to We've finish. got three minutes left of the show, but what oh, I was going to say right. is... okay. I, I just didn't want to talk about stuff I'd already covered over the summer, that's all. <sighs> you made me rush. Anyway, anyway, wrap up the show, love. That's the show, mate. That's it. Um, yeah, we'll be back to normal uh, with the usual segments next week. Um, it's been a pleasure being back, to be honest. It I, has. I, it's I, lovely to have you back, man. I have missed this. Me I've missed too. this little like, back and forth. The good, the bad, and the ugly that happens between <laughs> it all. Um, loved hearing the, the, um, just loved hearing the themes. But on this side and not far away in America, listening, mm-hmm. going... I remember playing them. It's just nice being back on the desk, and it's nice talking about comics. I kind of want the desk back, you know. I like being in control, I realised. Ah, it's not happening. Maybe I'll do it next week. Also, Pot, you know what? This is the thing I'm going to keep up. I'm going to give you one reason each week why Cleveland is so geeky. The first one I mentioned earlier is Uh the Russo brothers are actually originally from Cleveland, Ohio. And that is one reason why uh, Cleveland is geeky. Tune in next week to find another reason why Cleveland is geeky. And if you know more reasons why Cleveland is geeky, let us know in the Facebook discussion group and on Twitter. You may also use all the ones I have because uh, I've only got a few, but there's good reasons. But yeah, that's the show. Do you want to say your fab time? Yeah, we've had a fab time. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week on Geek of the Week. Great Scott! It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show. 
I don't feel so good.